It's the Rich Keith Show on WEEI. WEEI. Watch us, love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. And uh, we started the program talking about Gary Myers' tweet, report, rumor, whatever you want to call it. He said it was uh, well-sourced that uh, somebody he spoke with believes that Bill Belichick will be the next head coach of the L.A. Chargers next year because he loves the beach. That was all. That was part of the reasoning and then he had a whole bunch of other stuff well, that if that he, was the case for all of us we'd all be the coach of the chargers well i don't i mean i don't really love the beach i i, I burn easy I would, I would it's not for me oh i'm a big beach guy um yeah i could just sand everywhere not for me oh not for me love it don't each life best life <laughs> there's also beaches on this coast as well you don't have to go to la for the beach don't have any uh don't have any um franchises on the caper in maine uh what about miami Okay, they already have a head coach. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, he's not bad. He's pretty good. Yep, he's definitely better than Belichick. That's true. Uh, Rob Gronkowski was uh, talking to Kay Adams, and he had a lot to say about the New England Patriots, but also the uh, future of Mac Jones. So, like a lot of the whole few weeks uh, that we've just had, and going forward, it feels like we're going to be like, "Where's Bill going to go? Where's Mac going to go? What do you do with both of these guys?" But uh, let's play Gronk's take on uh, Mac Jones, and then I want to get your response to that. Here he is. If I was Mac Jones as well, okay, listen to me out. He's not He's not respected in New England. Coach Belichick has played all these games with him. Bailey Zappi isn't even close to being on Mac Jones' level. You should never, ever sit Mac Jones. You tried it once. You tried it twice. It's not working. Now he's doing it again. He won't name a starting quarterback. He's not respected there. I think Mac Jones should ultimately – even right now, should just go ask for his release. If you're talking to, to me about what he should do, ask for his release. And then if it's granted, he should go sign with the Cleveland Browns and start a new career oh. right there. Imagine that, Kay. How incredible would that be? Did you, did you mean, just put that in How wild that would be. I mean, it's not impossible. That would be insane. Yeah, I think it's impossible, Kay, but I mean, it would also be insane. I agree with you on the insane part. You know, Sir Tones, he was just like, um, sure, it's possible. How do you think that would go over if Mac Jones, if Mac Jones asked for his release? How do you think that would go? Uh, Probably not too well. (laughs) I don't think you're going to get that, bud. I don't think they're going to do that for you. So they they wouldn't trade him a couple weeks ago. I mean, come on. Are you kidding? They're not going to just give him to the Cleveland Browns because give he's Belichick sad. to the Chargers, and they're not just no. going to gift the old McCorkle to the Cleveland Browns at this point. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that is. That is strange. I mean, it's certainly a take, and but I mean, I think overall there's a couple things in there. One, Gronk just thinks that Mac Jones is light years better than Bailey Zappi, which I don't know how you can say that based on the year that we've seen. Uh, year plus that we've seen from from Mac Jones. It's hard for me to think he's light years better than anybody. But also, the, I mean, yeah. it's not impossible. Uh, he's okay. It's he's okay. A, Gron- it's a, you. You can disagree with Gronk. It's okay. He's a lo- he's lovable enough. I want. Uh, I want to be released. Now, this also uh, coincides with Andrew Callahan of the Herald saying that right now, the inside the locker room, it's probably eighty percent of the players are done with Mac. It splits like eighty twenty. Like only twenty percent of the locker room ballpark is defending and supporting Mac Jones at this point. So it's not a personality issue. I I sort of did a little back okay. uh, back channel clarification. That's not a 
personality thing like, this guy sucks. It's more like, yeah, we're not going to get anywhere with this guy. The player, it ain't it with the player. But my question, Four out of five, yeah. My question with that, too, is I would love to know who the players are because which guy, who's played well? Can you imagine being like uh, Juju Smith-Schuster or Mike Gesicki and be like, Man, we need a new quarterback. It's like, why don't you guys play better? Like, you guys have been horrible. And I'm not saying it's them, so maybe that's not even fair. But I don't think 80% of the locker room can point to anybody else and say that they should play better. And I'm not a Mac Jones fan by by a long shot, but I think it's comical when a two-win team has players on and be like, no, we'd be better off with somebody else. It's like, yeah, probably you. Like, look in the mirror. They'd be a lot better off if, if somebody was better at your position. Right. So. No, no. And also, Rich, I'm not sure if you happen to see. Now, there's been a little bit of a back and forth thing, if you will, uh, between Tom Curran and uh, your favorite of all the aggregators on the X platform. Yeah, who do you got, Dove? Uh, uh, Dove? Dove, the old Dover. What's Dove up to? The old, the old, the old Cleaster, the yeah. old Dove Cleman. He tweeted out earlier today that, uh, according to Tom Curran, if I'm not mistaken, let me pull it up right here in the old X. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Dove wrote rumors Patriots QB Mac Jones will quote almost certainly end quote be benched and will probably be demoted to third string going forward at Tommy Curran says Curran speculated the Patriots will elevate Will Greer and let him compete with Bailey Zappi Curran also added that in his opinion Greer will be the starter while on the Rich Eisen show to which Curran uh, quote tweeted back Dovey Dovey nice appreciate the listen but all of it was best guessing. Not a scintilla of reported information fell from my lips. Oh, See, boy. See, very dangerous. Like, the X gets more and more dangerous and irresponsible sure. by the day with people just using opinions as fact, rumors, and all-cap ca- all nonsense. Yeah, it is t- It is tricky, though, anytime somebody... Now, you got to really listen to the interviews, right? And, like, Kern's going to be asked what his opinion is a lot. And so he does both. Like, he reports stuff, and then he also does a lot, like, a ton of his own opinion. Like, when Schefter and those guys start doing it, that's when it's even more dangerous. Where it's like, wait a minute, is this, like, a sourced opinion that you think this yeah, is going to happen? Or Schefter like, on Inside the NFL. Yeah, those guys can't do call. it. On the afternoon NFL program or whatever the hell they call it on ESPN when he's, like, good afternoon, reporting football. fact. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, good, good, good afternoon, football. <laughs> but when Schefter tries to opinionate on Pat McAfee, that segment stinks. Can't do it. Yeah, can't have it. All right, back to the phones we go. We got Dave in the car. What's going on, Dave? Hey, Rich Fitzy, uh, not Stiz. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> doing, doing great. I right. have a name, thank you. Uh, easy, fine. Joe. Not Pipe Stiz, it works fine. Pipe, Joe Braverman, I know. I know. In your hole, Joe. All right. So here is my take. I have watched the most celebrated coach in history and Grand Pooba of the Patriots take my favorite franchise and my soul and grind it under his heel like a discounted cigarette as he turns my team into the NFL version of Bishop Sycamore. And I would welcome the illusion of hope with anybody else than suffer through another season of what we saw this year. Yeah. And that really felt good to get out. All right, Dave. Yep. We're here anytime. Here for, Dave. You know, weeknights at 6. Sometimes we're abbreviated. Often we're abbreviated. But Tuesday, Wednesdays, we have a lot of full programs. So if you want to... Uh, Get stuff like that off your chest. Uh, we are all ears for it. Yeah, the the chances, because there was, what, going back a month ago, it was like, uh, what are the chances that Bill and Mac are both back versus what are the chances that only one of them is back? And now it's like, it's got to be pretty slim that either one of them are back. Now, maybe, maybe Mac Jones is somehow back as a as a cheap backup with whatever the next coaching staff is. 
But I feel like what's the best interest for everybody involved would be to move on from everybody involved in this mess. Doesn't everyone just want like yeah, need start or fresh. want a fresh start? Yeah, start fresh. But if so, whoever takes over as the GM of the Patriots, if they say, "Hey, we can trade Mac Jones for a bag of balls, or we can leave him on the roster for two million dollars," like I don't know, maybe they end up keeping him. I don't know, and or maybe they sort of like if Mac Jones has PTSD. From the building, or does he have PTSD from Bill Belichick? Like, if Bill Belichick's gone, maybe Mac Jones will, maybe his head will get a little bit more right. I don't know. But can I also can I also just add, how how short would the leash be with the fans with Mac Jones next year? Like, let's say Gerard Mayo, Ben Johnson, uh, you know, Ben Hur, Ben Moses, whoever takes yeah. over next year, right? Yep. Uh, and they, that person comes in and says, like, I, Mac Jones is a quality football player. We believe that we can... Uh, we can fix him. You know, they'll go the $6 million man routine. Okay, H- how long, you know, his first incompletion or his first pick next year, even if he balls out and plays out of his mind, the fans are going to be like, I've already seen this so savage. I don't want to. You have a- can't have him be your starter. You can't. Under any circumstance, whether it's a rookie or a veteran, he can't be the starter. That way, he only plays if there's an injury or if the guy above him is, like, such a train wreck. And then, therefore, the expectations are way down, and like whatever he does is gravy. But yeah, if you ask him to start, you're you're screwed. Like okay. it's almost like the Jets. Like they're like, hey, Zach Wilson's still on the team. Now this was worst case scenario because Rodgers gets hurt week one. It's not like he's filling in for a game and a half. He's filling in for the whole season. It feels like. Mm-hmm. But I think that's probably what you got to do. But I'm with you. I think I think in the best interest of everybody involved would be to just move on from the the guy altogether. But the whole idea of Gronk saying he should ask for his release, like I just. <laughs> Nikhil Harry asked for a trade last year, and I don't think they even responded. I don't even think they even acknowledged it. They just sort of yeah, moved they, on. They were, they were like, wait, you? You huh? think we're going to go out of our way to do anything? For you? What have you done for us? You yeah. helped lead Brady out of here, you jerk. <laughs> uh, Paul's in Worcester. He joins us next. Hey, Paul. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing great. All right, listen, here's, I think you guys are all way off base. Okay. Belichick isn't going anywhere. Here's what I think is going to happen. At the end of the season... He's going to sit down with Kraft, or Kraft is going to sit down with him yep. and say, listen, we can't have this go over, um, happen again. I want another consultant in, someone like a Scott Pioli or Nick Casario, to come in and say, I want, uh, Kraft will say, I want this guy to be involved in the selection of players. And that uh, this is going to be a requirement of mine uh, because we can't have what's been happening the last few years. What if Bill says I mean, no? Uh, well, then, then, it's, then I don't think he really has much of a choice because if he quits, okay, um, the, the Patriots still have his rights. He's not going to be able to go anywhere else. Right? Mm-hmm. But, it, but I think it could be done in a more dignified manner behind the scenes. Okay? And, and if, if, they, if it's somebody that they both uh, admire um, or, or trust, like a Paoli-type guy, then it won't have the same effect of, you know, you're being shoved out the door because Glass isn't going to want uh, Belichick to go to the, Bu- the Buffalo Bills or San Diego or the Chargers and come in and beat the crap out of the Patriots. And, and, that, and the crap doesn't want to be the guy who let the greatest player in the world and the greatest coach go uh, under his watch. He's going to try to. Yeah, find but a way. I think there's a big difference, Paul, where the greatest player, like, still clearly had game left. The greatest coach, I don't think, does. 
And in this scenario, or there is a scenario where you can get something for them. So I don't think it's going to be they're both gone for nothing. Like, Brady was gone for nothing, and that's insane. Like, we're going to look back at that and be like, how did you possibly let him go for nothing? But Bill Belichick, there's a chance if the even if it's just the Chargers and the Cowboys that want him, you could maybe get something for him. And then you're like, all right. And then good luck. Like, I don't think Belichick goes to one of those teams and it's like, man, they're the Super Bowl favorite. Like, look out league. I'd be like, all right, let's see how he does with this. And I also think it's a little pie in the sky, uh, Paul's suggestion of, hey, Bill, we want you to stick around, but we're going to take away all of your player personnel. You good with that? That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. It's just not. He's That's not how the cut of Belichick's jib. He's not going to just be like, you know what? I will take a reduced role here. I will let someone else tell. Like, the ego on – I just have to imagine. It, I, okay, everybody. Okay, Dove and everyone else. Yeah. You can you aggregate this. None of us can actually tell you. There's nothing you can measure ego with, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're all comfortable with the idea that Bill Belichick has a pretty pretty sizable yes. ego at this point. Also, and he's not going to kowtow to anyone telling him like, "Yeah, you get your as a third of responsibilities now." No, well, and, works and, harder than Bill, and he's saying that yeah. you know, well, he's under contract, so Kraft has control. Yeah, but if that contract says I have full rights of it, and you and you want to change the contract, well, then suddenly. Bill has a case to leave and go pick another team that he wants. So I don't think it's e- it's a lot easier said than done, I should say. All right, 617-779-7937 is the number to jump aboard. We have the latest on Bill Belichick. Rob Gronkowski's suggestion that Mac Jones should just ask for a release and go play for the Browns. Uh, speaking of the Browns, well, that might be the worst trade in sports history as Deshaun Watson is out for the season. So we'll add that to the uh, the pile coming up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. Right now, here is Joe Braverman with What's Trending. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, WEEI. It's a full tang program and uh, taking your phone calls, 617-779-7937. If you missed any of the show, check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also watch the program on Twitch. Just uh, follow WEEI on Twitch. You get all the shows from 6A all the way until we are done. Fitz, let's go back to the phones as we're talking a lot of uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots. We got Joe in Randolph. What's going on, Joe? Hi, guys. Let me get you off the speaker, please. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, sir. Uh, Rich, I got a couple of points I'd like to run by you, and then you guys can tear them apart. All right. Love it. Okay, I think Bill has taken too much blame for the losses. I just think the team just can't play very well, and, you know, you got to take the losses. I don't think a different coach would make any difference because this offense is really offensive. And as far as Zappi competing for the starting quarterback, as was just mentioned a couple of minutes ago, he was released and unclaimed, so I don't think, you know, much of, of that, and I don't think we should let Bill handle the draft. All right, Joe, and so you know what, and thanks for the phone call. Uh, I get your overall point or points, but it's that last part that makes the first part possible. That makes sense. So he says take away the draft control, but then his first point was Bill's getting too much blame. The players stink. It's like, right, who brought in the players? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's like a, the whole thing is a circle, right? It's like a snake eating its tail is what we're dealing with with the Patriots. Yes. And that's why Bill does get so much blame, and that's why he deserves so much blame. You know, the the offense, like not addressing right tackle, 
and then like stubbornly moving Mike on Wenu later on in the year, that's a Bill Belichick decision. Going with the corners that he went with is uh, the wide receivers, like maybe most famously, is Bill Belichick's decision. So mm-hmm. I'm right. Right now, if you just swapped in any other coach, you're not turning this team around. Like the the ta- there's just no talent on this team, and really for the last couple of years, there hasn't been a lot of talent. Who in the hell, holy hell yeah. is going to do much better than two and eight with Miles Bryant as a starting cornerback, no. the corpse of Juju Smith Schuster, you know, and Cole Strange, City So, and Vidarian Low. I mean, right. So is coming on and turning into a yeah, sure, and uh, you know, a starting guard on when who's playing well. Like we we kind of did a little exercise this morning in the mailbag edition of the Six Rings podcast, and one of the questions was, can you name somebody who would legitimately have a shot? at making the Pro Bowl, let alone being an All-Pro. And as far as we got was, like, maybe Duggar or maybe Peppers? No. Yeah, no. I, I don't think so. That's I think, it. Yeah. Oh, it's only be like, those guys stand out at times just based on what else is here. But if you know, if you really look around the league, and I'm sure it wouldn't take us too long to come up with some other safeties, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Like, they, those guys aren't on there. I, no, I can't think of it. Like, Ramondre's not there right. right now. He's not having that kind of season. No, not even close. No yeah, Ramondre's been been pretty frustrating. You know, Judon would have been the, the obvious guy, and Christian Gonzalez, and then the way football luck would have it. Yeah, both those guys are out, so you got to move on to the next man up, and it hasn't worked out. Speaking of not working out, Deshaun Watson, Fitzy, is going to miss the rest of the season with a uh, shoulder Injury. He needs. Uh, now, doesn't he have a whole? Dare I say, a uh, host of injuries at this point, Rich? Yeah, he may. He may. Yep. Uh, he has a displaced fracture to the glenoid in his right shoulder. Ah, uh, the old glenoid. Yep. And he needs immediate surgery. Whoa. So Deshaun Watson signed after being traded. He signed a five-year. Fully guaranteed $230 million contract with the Cleveland Browns. Won't get you much in Cleveland these days. No, that's true. Not this economy. But thankfully, he has played in 12 total games for the Browns. In the first two seasons thus far. Correct. He's played in 12. Why? What happened? Uh, Rich, just to remind me in the audience, refresh me. uh, What happened the first 11 games last year? Well, he was asked by the league not to play or participate in those games because he's a bad guy, apparently. He's a bad guy. So he has made $92 million Mm -hmm. since joining the Browns. which uh, is work if he can get it. It's like $8 million a game, basically, is what he's gotten. Now, good news for the Browns is uh, it's not a lifetime contract. It's just a five-year contract. And so he is under contract for three more years, $138 million left, cap hit every year of 639 mm. cash value of 46 per year for the next three. Uh well, hold on. I yeah. think you you go might ahead. be you may be leaving something out there. Oh, go ahead, Carl. please. And and who am I? Go ahead. Who am I to nitpick for the finer points and details? However, I believe Cleveland gave up three first round draft picks in addition to the quarter of a billion dollars they guaranteed this creep. So not only You're are right. they on yep. the hook for a Powerball's ticket worth of money over the next half century, half decade, yep. they also completely they took a team yep. that with a if Josh Dobbs was still starting they would be ju- if, just as good if Baker Mayfield had their first if Baker Mayfield was starting they'd be in this spot or better yeah. they'd be better cuz yeah he yes. hasn't even been good 
It's one thing you're like, oh, like he was suspended, then he got hurt. Like, what are you guys talking about? No, when he's been out there, he hasn't been good. So you took on all this, like, bad PR to bring this guy in. He hadn't played football in a long time. Because remember, even before all the off-field stuff, he was button heads with the ownership down in Houston, didn't want to play there, was demanding a trade, all this other stuff. So then Cleveland goes crazy. They traded three number ones, two uh, no, yeah, three ones, a three, and two fours. So six total draft picks, headlined by the three number one overall picks. One of them was number, let's see, uh, 13 overall. One so of them used was... to get Will Anderson this year? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I believe so. I think Stroud about... and Anderson were back-to-back. Oh, was it? Oh, I think they used some of their oh, capital, God. Joe, correct. You can go back in the hole now. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, yeah get out of here. Yeah, get yeah, out of here, nuts, dude. Uh, there was also uh, a, uh, yeah. like, so the 13th overall pick, the 12th overall pick, and then whatever it ends up being this year, because they also owe the 2024 first-round pick. So they're not even out of this thing yet. They're still giving up picks for it. And he hasn't been good. The team uh, somehow is 8-4 and four in his uh, 12 starts with the Browns. But with the team, he has, like, an 81 quarterback rating. 81. That's not a QBR. That's a standard old-fashioned quarterback. By comparison, in Houston, the four years in Houston, and there were a couple of bad teams, a couple of good teams, he had a QB rating of 104.5. Yeah, and he he was great in the, what was it, like 32 touchdowns, four picks, or 35 touchdowns? 33-7. 33-7, where he led the league in passing yards, 4,800. And they said standing. They they only won four games that year, but he had double-digit wins the previous uh, two seasons in uh, Houston, but last year played in six games. Was an eh, he was three and three, couldn't get out of his own way. This year played in six games again. The team's winning because they have a really good defense. That's why they're winning. Mm-hmm. Seven touchdowns in six games and four picks. He's been terrible. And I was trying to think of, you know, what because it's it's the double whammy of trading for him and giving him the contract. For example, like Chris Sale. And I'm not trying to compare the two humans. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm, I'm comparing the you know the bad, con- bad the contracts. Yeah, horrible contract with Sale. But when you traded for him, he was actually really good. And then the so like what you gave up for him, you'd do that a million times again. What the Browns gave up, and then what they did, and then on top of him being like a scumbag, it's like what are we doing? And don't forget Baker Mayfield and the Bucks start to the year. Like if they were more consistent, oh, yeah, it would yeah, be a yeah. worst worst PR thing for Cleveland. Oh, oh definitely, God, yeah. I still think of all the people recently in the NFL, and there are several, including that defensive player for the Raiders last week who or just no, last week, two nights ago, like found out like after the Raiders tweeted out something about what a great person he was and how they appreciated his brother's honoring of his like military service. He got dumped for Jack Jones. Wow. Hey, it's the NFL. Watch out. You know, <laughs> That's they, right. The crazy things. Yeah, you know, life comes at you pretty quick. So. Of all the people that got the shaft, Baker Mayfield, all the guy does is, while not being perfect, lead Cleveland out of the darkness, not only to their first win in forever in that great Thursday night football game where the Bud Light lockers came undone in Cleveland and everyone just went ass house, <laughs> but also to the, a playoff win against the Steelers. And his reward for it is getting dumped for this perv. Yeah, so I would say, would you safe bet Baker Mayfield will end up winning more playoff games in Cleveland than Deshaun Watson? No. You think so? He'll come back from this injury, and in the next couple of years, Cleveland will be good enough, and he'll win something. Uh, 
I think there's a chance he wins as many, if not maybe. Like, he I think may the, get two. He's got three more years. The to AFC win is tricky, two. though. The AFC, uh, you got Lamar good. Jackson, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got mm-hmm. Justin Herbert because he's going to be, you know, got Bill Belichick with him next year. Yep. You got some you got some guys there. Joe Burrow, maybe Josh Allen. We could sort sure. of. You got Tua. Tua Tagovailoa. Getting some MVP votes. Watch out. Let's go to uh, Sean on the KP. He joins us next year on the program. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys. I just want to say, you, EEI, all you guys are great. Agreed. Every show, every hour wow. is awesome. Wow. Fitzy, Keith. You, I, Keith, I miss you in the afternoons. Same. But what I want to say is that all the stuff we've had is all the players that we've had, Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy, all these things. It's it, everybody's talking about. It. It's Tom and Bill. It's 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 takes a team, and right now we don't have a team. Plain and simple. That's it. it. It's just there's no team. It's all I, me, this and that, and that's the way it works. All right. I mean, there is no, there is no team. It got this way kind of slowly, right? Like over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, even, you know, and again, you win the Super Bowl, you're the best team in the league, but that 2018 team wasn't as talented as some of their other teams. It was kind of amazing, really, if you go back and think about the 2018 team plus all the stuff that was going on between Tom and Bill. The fact that they won it that year is insane. Oh, God, the 2017 team was definitely a more talented team. Yeah. They, just bl- they just blew it, whereas the 2018 team caught fire at the right time. Right. It does still also show you what good defense and a healthy offensive line can do for even an average to above average NFL team. Oh, for sure. No, that's that's uh that's definitely true. But yeah, there are a long ways from from that is at least what it what it feels like. All right, I'd say would you rather Wednesday uh, as every Wednesday is. Yes. Uh Fitz, let's get you on the record right now on the middle of November. Would you rather the next game for the Patriots, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi? Zappi. Okay. Would you rather? That, that'll just just cause. Yeah, just cause at this point. I just I don't want Mac Jones playing court. I just don't want him playing quarterback right now. And it's not because I hate the guy. He doesn't. He shouldn't be under center. It's like for his literally for his own well mental being. What percent chance would you give Mac Jones being the starter against the Giants after the bye week? Uh, this I give him the same percent that Hans Gruber wishes he was earning on the beach. Twenty percent. And his name is Zappy. I, I think there's a chance like he's been benched all the so many times before and then he keeps coming back. He keeps coming back because no matter what Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick think of Mac Jones, and I can't think it's all that they're not it's not very highly, they don't like any of the other guys. They've cut the other guys. Mac Jones is the only quarterback on the team they haven't cut. Yet. So I yeah, yeah, true. It's coming. It's coming. Uh but yeah, I'd rather I'd rather go with Zappy as well. Uh what about Zappy or Will Greer? Greer. Yeah, I think I'd rather go Greer, too, M- mainly because he's um, unknown. Now, he did uh-huh. start a couple of games four years ago, and those games didn't go great, but he's been kind of kicking around the league ever since, hasn't had an opportunity yet. We've seen Bailey Zappy though. Now, he's never really gotten a fair shake. He's he, he tw- <laughs> So the three times we've seen him this year, he mm-hmm. gets thrown into two, like, 30-point blowouts, and then the other one, it's a close game, but, hey, you got to go run the two-minute drill. Like, that sucks. Like, that's not oh, – that you're not setting that guy brutal. up for success either. Meanwhile, Malik Cunningham's in the back like, what about me? Okay, well, let me, Joe, let me keep, let me continue. Will Greer or Malik Cunningham? Oh, Will Greer. So, Will Greer, I'm with you. If I if I could pick, it'd be Will Greer. If I had to put money on somebody until until they actually do it, I think it will be Mac Jones. Uh 
<laughs> I think it is. I think we're going to see Mac Jones on. No, uh, no. Joe, what was the no. con- what was the, the report that you said he was getting first team reps today or whatever? Yeah, in the media portion, which was only like ten or fifteen. Mm, okay, minutes. I mean maybe they're playing games oh, with that, stop. but Mac Jones was yes. Why he should be like on vacation right now? Like give him, give him like you're not coming back. Like you don't want to be a distraction. And what do you make the of the Derek Carr special, Rich? Yeah, I mean. It's just it's gone it's gone poorly, but I feel like they don't want it. They don't want to hand it over to Bailey Zappi. And for all we know, Will Greer like can't figure out the playbook or something because he's been he's been with the team now for a little while, and I don't think he yeah. he's never even been the game day backup, right? Like he's, no, he's always, only been the emergency third yeah. a couple times. Yeah, so that, but he, like why not? Okay, the, the, whatever Belichick's decision landing spot et cetera is next year, a you know you're not going to the postseason. What do you have to lose by seeing for the future of the franchise that Greer has? Like, why, why not just, again, same thing with Stidham. If he's going to take a Mac Jones as our starter approach the same way he did with Cam Newton, that is obstinance for the sake of it from Belichick, which, of course, would come as no surprise to yeah, anybody. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Why not just see what you got? I definitely would because I feel like maybe Zappi and Greer, at the very least, can compete for who could be a backup next year. There's always there's always a chance that you just have three brand new quarterbacks. You have like a veteran guy, a rookie, and like a journeyman or whatever. And like boom, there's your th- three quarterbacks going into next year. But you know that's not always the easiest thing to do. So maybe one of these two guys outperforms the other, and then they get to stick around next year. Uh, with all the talk about Bill Belichick leaving, that would mean the Patriots would need a head coach. So mm-hmm. would you rather just between these two? Okay. Would you rather Gerard Mayo or Mike Vrabel next year? Mike Vrabel. Me too. I love Vrabel as a head coach. Like, I was so impressed. Now, we've granted, we've gone to see that Josh Dobbs can compete in almost any uniform, but I was so impressed with what he did last year when that team was banged up, like, mm. like, a, like a car that had rolled over seven times and still got them to go tooth and nail with the Jags all the way down for that play-in game last January. Yeah. Yeah, Vrabel... Vrabel can coach his ass off. I would love to see him come in like, yeah, I know it's part of the lineage of the Patriots past, whatever. But it, like, like, it is, but it isn't for me. Like, he didn't yeah. coach under Belichick, so mm-hmm. I personally don't include him in the tree. Like, if you want to get into that whole debate, like, I don't. He's actually more in the Urban Meyer tree or, like, the Romeo tree. He's not really in Belichick's yeah, he's tree. He's a man, too, and he's a, he can be he a jackass, and he's smart. And he's How smart. can you not like Mike Vrabel? I'm with you, Troy. I, I I've always liked Vrabel. Now you can question if he's the greatest coach of all time. Like his team missed the playoffs last year. This year they're certainly trending on missing the playoffs again. But he did get some good years out of Ryan Tannehill. He made a conference championship in there. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I like the way he conducts himself. I think that would be more of a breath of fresh air than Gerard Mayo would be. And so I I would I would go with Vrabel as well. I like the idea the of the Mayo a, thing is why is like the the Mayo thing seems to be souring just I guess probably like you know guilt by association in a lot of ways yeah. even though he seems to be composing himself as his own man. Yeah, I'm sure. And not just like a liege of Belichick on the sideline. And maybe you know as a uh former player rather than like a former intern position coach coordinator like all those other guys who failed as head coaches, Mayo probably has a, a better chance but I don't know, like I don't, like anybody that's on the current coaching staff. I don't know how do you feel good about promoting any of them and be like, all right, we're take what you what we did well, which was nothing, and kind of build <laughs> off of that. So I'd rather go with Vrabel. All right, a baseball. Would you rather Blake Snell just won the NL Cy Young Award Schnell. today? Uh, he's a free agent. 
Mm-hmm. His teammate, Juan Soto, is not, but there's a lot of talk that he's going to get traded. I know Soto's the better player, but the bigger need on the Red Sox is pitching. So would you rather Blake Snell or Juan Soto? I would take Schnell. Schnell? I, I Only because you need the starting. Like, that's a... That's one of those dangerous sort of like, well, did you draft best available in the fantasy draft or actual draft, or did you take what you needed? Because you may be taking the player mm-hmm. that's a little lower in the rankings queue, but you're grabbing him because he fills a distinct need. So that's why I would say Snell. I would go with Soto only because of his age, and I feel like you could lock him up really long term, and then you have Soto, Devers, and Casas for years to come. And then, for, then I think... Anybody else that comes in and out of your lineup, it's like, so be it. Like, bringing a guy, like, a yeah, a new leadoff hitter for this year, or you have, like, a new, you know, uh, seventh hitter for this year. Like, fine. And then I know it's dangerous to say figure out the pitching because that was sort of the problem this year. They never actually yeah. figured out the pitching. But Soto is kind of next level. Like, I, I would take him uh, and just plug him into the lineup for, for years and years to come. Yeah, but All right, but then just one, one, yep. one further consideration. Yep. Then also imagining that you hold on to Jaron Duran, who I kind of hope they do, and Masataka Yoshida. It's all lefties. Uh, you just It is all. It, <laughs> they literally point. shop at the leftorium. Yeah, that's a good point. Lefties. They should make scissors for lefties. They don't. Mm-hmm. I cut lefty. I write with my left hand. But, yeah, it's tough. It's tough out there for lefties. Finally, Fitzy on a Would You Rather Wednesday. Uh-huh. Would you rather the Celtics win the in-season tournament or... Be given five dollars. Oh, I'll take a crisp Lincoln. Five bucks. I mean, you can get yourself like a jumbo iced coffee. You can get all oh, kinds yeah. of five bucks. Oh, there. Sometimes you can go to a nice good uh, yeah. packaged good store. Yeah, and they'll have like a nice four pack of craft beers that like maybe someone just vultured or broke up and they're selling singles. Five dollars will get you a very good beer. Yeah, in college now the Two prices have of changed. Pie maybe at a good local pizzeria. Oh, God. In college, you could get. 12 Paps Blue Ribbons for $5. You to which I would always say, they don't <laughs> they don't give away a blue ribbon to a second place beer. Like, that is clearly the best beer. And so we would always bet, like, we would have, they would be like, I bet you 12 PBRs that you can't do this, knowing that you're only out five bucks. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm not above, you know, we always talk about drinking the crafties and the expensive yeah. double dry hop, yeah. this and that. Like, mm-hmm. give five bucks, I could probably still get you Eight to twelve, like Genesee cream ale. <laughs> I am, and I am not above. I'm a cream ale fan, the and Jimmy I'm proud cream? of it. Sure, Why and not? that five dollars could help buy or be a part of an NBA T-shirt or hat. What Joe, again? The whole is Jesus, yours. It, Joe. You what? You use that five dollars. It helps you buy stop. an NBA championship Joe, hat right, or stop. T-shirt. Knock it off, Joe. <laughs> Knock it off. Can somebody please? But I know we have to take a break. As they yeah, say thank in the God. We're up against it. We're but, way, we're but, way up against it. All right, good. In the next break, could somebody, and maybe it won't be Joe because he's just been sent back to his hole. Uh, could Joe. somebody <laughs> please explain to me what, how someone wins the in-season tournament? Uh, we, listen, I know it's a full tank program, but I don't have enough time. <laughs> I don't. I maybe we'll I, pick it up off the air. Yeah, I feel so old. I would need a Gary Myers like tweet in order to explain <laughs> it. Just like on and on and on and on. All right, we're gonna do the fantasy brief as uh, trade deadlines and fantasy leagues are fast approaching. So we'll kick around some names, guys that you should either trade away or trade for. Uh, plus your phone calls six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI. He's gonna g- g- give you what, what you need to know. Talk about who you gotta start, who you gotta say, gotta let go. When you be like, whoop, 
You doing so good, gonna win your league, but you gotta listen to Rich Keith in the fantasy breeze. Rich Keith is playing like John Clayton up inside the huddle, and he's got a intimate knowledge of the fantasy game, like he and Matthew Barry like to cuddle. If your team got a problem, yo, he'll solve it. Winston Wolf for this fantasy gauntlet, so pretty pleased with sugar on it. Check out the hook, walk, keep on gonna good give you the info you desire. Who to claim from the waiver wire, so your lineup game is on fire. Put him on the board. Championship! You're definitely gonna win your league, but you gotta Listen to Rich Keith and the Fantasy Brief. All right, time now for the Fantasy Brief on the Rich Keith Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. And the uh, trade deadlines are approaching in fantasy football leagues as week 11 kicks off tomorrow. Uh, of course, bye week for the Patriots, Colts, Falcons, and Saints. But this is going to be more of a uh, discussion, Fitzy, on Sort of where players are playing right now, do you believe in them going forward? Are these guys that you would want to trade for, or if you could, would you want to trade away? You have your hand raised, so yes, yes sir. You have a uh, question? Since I'm speaking to the man behind the fantasy brief, I have two already only on Wednesday, yet I have two desperate stardom sit questions I have to ask you right Hit now. Hit me. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Um, Luke Musgrave or Dalton Kincaid at tight end Sunday? Uh, so Kincaid, uh, yeah. who's been on a heater recently yep, for yep, Buffalo, yep, yep, yep. he is versus the New York Jetropolitans. Okay. Luke Musgrave, who's finally getting some six points and tug action. You sure? He is home against the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. I would probably go with Kincaid. I know the Bills are a mess, but I'd feel a little bit better about Kincaid. You know, getting a touchdown, getting a few grabs. I still don't like anybody besides Diggs for him to throw to. So I would, I would lean Kincaid on that. Okay. Uh, now I got Javante Williams at running back. Uh, his anytime touchdown panned out Monday. Sheep. So you're welcome, audience. Yep. Uh, the other running back spot, Kareem Hunt against Pittsburgh or Najee Harris against Cleveland. Man, it's kind of a. Jalen Warren had a good game. Like Jalen yeah, Warren's getting me. better games than Najee Harris I know. is. I know. I, it's killing me. It uh, is killing me. I guess I would go with Kareem Hunt. Like yeah. the Najee Harris, I think I had him uh, his rookie year. I'm like, oh, this guy's great. He gives, they give him the ball all the time. Like he's he's great. He's just gotten worse and worse. A little bit of a bounce back this year, but still, yeah. like, nah, not great. So yeah, I guess I would go with Hunt. I mean, it's a home game for Cleveland, but yes, yeah, yeah. so I'll, I'll go with them. Although I saw that the over under in that game is very low. Uh, Did you see what it is, is? You should still bet the under. Cleveland Pittsburgh. It's thirty two and a half the lowest under I've seen in America <laughs> really since is. last week between Colts and Pats. What was that? What did that end up being? Was that a similar number? Way under? <laughs> they did hit the under. Although the first two possessions, you would have thought, hey, this thing, this thing might have a chance to go over. And then they stopped yeah. scoring. There was sure no did. more scoring. I, was, I had to watch all of it. it all right, so we talked about the, uh, the, okay. how, like, you know, the trade deadline. Would you want to buy low on Josh Allen? Or would you try to get rid of him because you can't trust him and he's turning the ball over too much? How do you feel right now about fantasy football version of Josh Allen? Uh, I, I would still. Josh Allen has way too much talent, way too many weapons at his disposal to to bench or walk away from at this point. I look. I know yeah. he leads the NFL in turnovers since the year 2018. Yeah, but man, like when he's on, when he's right, when he makes plays, only he can make. Damn. He's so he's frustrating though, like as a fantasy yeah, owner, because you're like, oh, he should have this monster game, but then here's a quick minus four because of turnovers or whatever else. Mm-hmm. So yes, he leads the league in interceptions with eleven, but he is still tied for the league lead in touchdown passes with nineteen. Good point. And it doesn't that doesn't even include his, his rushing touchdowns. So yeah, I think you you probably drafted him super high. So I'm probably just sticking with 
Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Dobbs, do you think you, can you make a run with Josh Dobbs, or is this thing going to burn burn out soon? Oh heck no, Josh Dobbs! <laughs> you got to get. Oh man, I am rolling with He's the Dobbs. Yeah, oh, love him. That's pretty good. It's a blast. It's also fun sometimes. Sometimes, folks, yep. it's fun to actually just put someone in there that you want to root for and ride a wave. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, the Ramondre Stevenson back to back good games. Oh. So, but you just can't trust the Patriots offense at all. And who knows what they're going to do at quarterback? Who knows who's going to be bought in? Who's not? But you, we've at least seen flashes the last two weeks of Ramondre in what we expected throughout the whole season. But he really hasn't done it until these last two games. Sure hasn't. He he sure hasn't. He's been a <laughs> massive bust. And great. You know, watch. He'll go on a heater at the end of the year, pad his stats, go well over 1,000 yards. And then for anyone who didn't actually watch the season, they yeah, would oh, say he had a good year. Like, no. 1,000 feet up like, wow, this guy's a stud. No. Yeah. No, 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 he didn't. All right, there you go. There's the fantasy brief. Good luck to you in uh, in all of your leagues that you are in. And again, tomorrow night it is Cincinnati, Baltimore. So it could be a pretty good Thursday night football. Last week they kind of owed us one because what was last week was a Carolina, Chicago. Oh god, sixteen to thirteen. <laughs> That's awful. That's terrible. Between the Sunday morning game and last Thursday night, yeah. they owe us reparations. Cincinnati, Baltimore, though both teams coming off a loss. Uh, since he's five and four, Baltimore seven and three games in yeah. Baltimore. So I'm excited. No for Hubbard, that one. no T. Higgins for the no, Bengals. No uh, Ronnie Stanley. No Mar- uh, Mar- Who's the other cornerback? Marcus Peters or no he- Marlon Humphrey? Humphrey. Marlon yeah, Humphrey, Peters. Thank you. Is Peters with the Raiders now? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Peters uh, was with the uh, who's he with? Chiefs. Someone. Okay, Line? he's still with anyway. the Ravens. Oh, Big he is. Oh, Big right. losses for both sides. All right, fair enough. Let me yeah. look. Let me look this up. Who am I thinking of? He is on the Raiders. God, Joe. Jeez, Son Joe. of a. You fit in perfectly. Yeah, you actually do. It is it's seamless. <laughs> All right, two hours down, two hours to go on the Rich Keefe Show, talking about the future of Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. 617-779-7937. Uh, here till 10 on WEI.